Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined with Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, how the heck are you? I am just doing fantastic today. It's beautiful out. I feel like one of those birds in the springtime because it's not cold today here in Kansas. And I know that you live in Florida and you like to harass me now and then about how the weather's <laughs> always beautiful there, but it's not raining here in Kansas today. And you told me it's raining in Florida or at least overcast and cloudy for sure. And so I kind of feel like maybe I have the upper hand for once. Maybe, 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 except probably still 70 not. degrees it's still, already. It's beautiful in Florida. <laughs> yeah. It, and it'll clear up later. This is typical Florida weather. <clears throat> oh so, yeah. Hey, what are we talking about today? So this is a topic and, and I'm going to preface this. I, we had somebody messages um, and, <clears throat> and this was uh, actually Linda in New Mexico sent us this one, you know, and I hand chose this one because I thought this is a really interesting topic. And it's one that we've kind of been back and forth on a little bit. And it, and we feel like it's a bit of a touchy topic. And here's why it's a bit of a touchy topic. This one is for you, recent grads from chiropractic school. If you've graduated in the last five years, we want to talk to you today. And we're mm-hmm. going to talk to you in a loving way, but we want to talk to you. Here and, and here's the question that was asked. Based on the the, I'm on the, the trend, edge of my seat. I'm what's trying that? to figure I'm on the edge of my seat trying to figure yeah. out what it is. <clears throat> so she said, based on the current trends that we're seeing with the with the with the changes in chiropractic care, and, and then she goes on to say, with an increase in the amount of soft tissue work and the decrease in the amount of patients seen and the amount of adjustments done in a day, do you feel that this trend will continue into the future? And my simple answer was no. And mm-hmm. you know why? Because mm-hmm. it can't be sustained. And so that's my simple answer, but you're going to, you're probably, I know that you're going to go in to this because you and I've talked about this multiple times. Uh-huh. We do not. And I want to give you, I want to give you this disclaimer on this. So before you shut off my podcast or our podcast, I don't want you to think that we're picking on you today. If you're a guy that does a lot of soft tissue work, we're not impugning your practices. Not at all. We're not impugning your techniques whatsoever. What we're looking at is from an economic standpoint, is it sustainable? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want you to listen to what we have to say today, because I think it's very important if you're a young practitioner with $200,000 in debt coming out of school right now. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Perush, I already know what you're going to say, because we've had this conversation, but we've also had some resistance from some folks. But I know that you've had a few new clients sign up just in the last week or so that have said, this model is not working for me. And we did Mm -hmm. it from a no skin in the game economic perspective, we looked at their numbers, right? Yep. So tell me all about it. Well, and, and again, I'm going to repeat something that you just said. We're, we're not, we're not speaking against, you know, doing soft tissue work and things on patients because I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, my practice was huge into rehab and those kind of things. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I get the process. I get that they're great techniques, but I think we just, we have to take our chiropractic hat off for just a minute and put that entrepreneur hat on. And inside that entrepreneur hat is a reflection on your profitability. 
And if you can do soft tissue work and get paid for your time, fantastic, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to do that. Um, I, I, <laughs> that that's a two hour conversation, but right, there's a way right. to do that. But most of what we're seeing is doctors having a very insurance based mindset and mm-hmm. trying to do, you know, 30, 40 minutes worth of work with a patient. Again, it's great for outcomes. I'm not, I'm not knocking that, mm-hmm. but what I <clears throat> am going to speak to is how does that affect your profitability? Because most of the time the insurance company if they don't have a cap on what they pay you, which a lot of them do anymore, they Mm -hmm. have a limit on what they're going to reimburse you. So they've got control of how much you can make. So Mm -hmm. I I want you to look at it this way, get a calculator out and calculate how much are you making per hour? And this is Mm -hmm. where I see the problem. The problem is not in your patient outcomes. The problem is in the, the management of the business side and it's really, really, really hard to be profitable in that model. Hey, let me pause you for two seconds here. So yeah. you know how this conversation arose when Dr. Perush and I first talked about this? We talked about what did you what was your worth per hour? In other words, if an attorney calls you to depose you, mm-hmm. what is your hourly rate? 450. Yeah, and mine was three fifty, so I was mm-hmm. probably a little on the low end. Gosh, I I had a poverty complex. I was only three hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> an hour. So when you start looking at what you're worth per hour, mm-hmm. then you start looking at what you spent with one patient for an hour mm-hmm. doing soft tissue work and an adjustment. How do you recoup that three hundred and fifty or four hundred and fifty dollars an hour? Because what those numbers were based on, folks, is in our practice, here's the amount of services that I was able to service out in an hour's time. So mm-hmm. if I've got staff around me and I'm seeing patients, mm-hmm. what did I do? What did I do? What was an average for the day? It's not what did you do in your busiest hour? It's what did you do across all hours divided by, you know, and what I would do is I would take it by the month. <clears throat> and then eventually I took it by the year and came up with that $350 number. So when we look at that, that is the number you want to look at. And that's a number that creates profitability because you have expenses and then you have a generated income per hour. Right. That's where we start running into problems. If I'm correct, Dr. Perush, that's where we start running into problems when our approach to patients requires us to spend far greater time than our pocketbook will allow. Right. You know, you you have to think of yourself as billing out your time like an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, a lot of you are probably thinking, well, you know, the PTs do all that kind of stuff and they get good mm-hmm. outcomes for patients. I, I get that. They do. But they have PTAs who work at a much lower cost and they can multiply their services than that way. I mean, in some states, they can have as many as seven PTAs, Whoa. you know, so, you know, now, now you've got eight people working on patients every hour instead of one mm-hmm. because in most cases, most services, we can't dole that out to somebody else Some passive therapies and things in mm-hmm. a lot of States, you can have a CA doing those kind of things or they right. helping out with, you know, some therapies, laser and those kind mm-hmm. of things. But a lot of the active stuff is provider 
based. And yeah. so if you're billing insurance, it's really hard to bill enough services. And then the other problem you run into is the insurance companies are are modeling you and comparing you to other providers in your state. And honestly, right now they're starting to even compare you to providers in other states as well mm-hmm. across the board. And if you're doing more than in a lot of cases, two or three services per patient visit, you become an outlier. And when you become an outlier, mm-hmm. that's when you get audited. And when you get audited, um, unless you're really, 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 really good at documentation, they're going to find something for you to pay back, unfortunately. so And, it, and for those of you that, I was going to say, go for ahead. those of you that say, uh, <clears throat> well, that's not fair. That's not fair because I do a great job with my patient. That's what we. That's what we've all said over the years, <laughs> and, and then you have to finally come to the realize realization that if you're going to play the insurance game, you have to play by the insurance rules, and yep. their rules are we're going to make money no matter what, <clears throat> and you are not going to break our bank. Right. 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 So they're going to use really fancy computer logarithms to determine or algorithms to determine um, where you're at mm-hmm. in comparison to others. And now they're starting to compare you to a broader and broader audience because guess what? They want everybody to fall into line. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be an insurance provider, you have to play by their rules. You can't just complain that their rules aren't fair because you're in their system. Right. They're not in yours. Right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know, and let, let's take your number per hour, you know, 350. Mm-hmm. And let's say you spend 30 minutes with a patient doing mm-hmm. doing the soft tissue work and, you know, whatever it is. And <clears throat> so what's 350 divided by two? It's 175. Are you making $175? Is that patient paying you or the insurance company grouped together? Are, are they paying you $175 for that half hour's worth of work? Right. If they're not, in the long run, it becomes harder and harder to pay your overhead, especially when you have a $1,700 or more student loan payment, plus your rent, plus your utilities, plus your staff, plus, you know, all the overhead components. Yeah. It it becomes harder and harder and harder to pay for that. So it's just, yeah, go ahead. If you do that with one patient in a day's time, because you have somebody that's just like, okay, this is an extraordinarily difficult patient. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work a little bit more with them to get them where they need to be for a few visits. Hey, we all get that. We've all done additional services, additional soft tissue work. I've done stuff that I haven't got paid for at times because I knew I had to get a patient to a certain point to where then I could start treating them consistently. And right. then the rest of the day, I'm treating multiple patients for the services that I get paid for and in generating income. We, mm-hmm. we all get that. The mm-hmm. problem that you run into is when every patient that walks through the door gets that same hour. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where we start running into financial problems because all of a sudden you're on a, you, you got a caviar lifestyle going with this fancy new office that you, that you've leased out in the new shopping center. Uh, with the, with the, you know, the fancy front desk with the waterfall coming down the front of it, you know, it was an only an additional $800 to get that, but you had to have it and you put that and see, you got all this fancy stuff and your office looks awesome. I walk into your office and I'm like, dude, I wish, or dudette, I wish my office was like this. That is beautiful. Yeah. But here's the problem. You're on a caviar lifestyle 
but you're on a Frisky's cat food budget uh-huh. because you don't have enough income coming in. So that's kind of what we're talking about as right. we talk about these services. It's not about whether they're valid or not. And we're not saying you have to have a high volume practice either, but mm-hmm. you know, you deserve to get paid a physician's level salary because yes. you've worked hard. You have a knowledge level and a skill level that is unique. And because of that, because of the great outcomes you get with patients, you deserve to be paid for it. You know, you, know how you deserve you get- to be able to buy that new house or take right. that vacation with your spouse or, or significant other and, and drive the car or truck that you want to drive. And you, you deserve that. And, mm-hmm. but you've got to set yourself in a position where that kind of profitability can be realized. Hey, talk about a little bit about the clients that you've had. We'll kind of close out with this and then talk about how they can get in touch with you. But talk a little bit about the clients that we've actually picked up this week Mm -hmm. that have had that specific problem that we just talked about today. It's the how do I have rubber meet the road and make sure that I'm profitable because right now it doesn't seem like I am. So mm-hmm. will you look at my numbers kind of thing? And what have you mm-hmm. seen over the, over the last week or so? Mm-hmm. And then how do people get a hold of us? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, one of them I talked to, and I'm, I'm just pulling these numbers off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but um, one, of my, one of them I talked to uh, is seeing about 45 patient visits a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, fairly new in practice. I think he mm-hmm. said he'd been in practice three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first question was, okay. 45 a week. Great. What's your capacity? Of course, the question comeback was, what do you mean by capacity? Well, you're seeing 45, but how many patient slots in your schedule? How many could you see? Right. Oh, I see. Um, 50. I only have one open slot pretty much per day. Wow. Okay. So I immediately get my calculator out and know this is not an old calculator. It's a financial calculator. So we're seeing 45 a week and I'm, I'm doing the math so you can hear it. So you can understand mm-hmm. it. So, so you mm-hmm. out there listening, you can figure this on your own. So you take 45 and divide that by <clears throat> five days. You're seeing nine patients a day. Okay. How long are you open? Was my next question. 10 patient hours a day. So there's that extra slot. So we're mm-hmm. seeing one patient basically an hour. And I said, okay, based on that, what is your collection visit average, which means how much do you collect divided by how many patient visits you see? Mm -hmm. And the collection visit average was very, very low, which tells me you're just not collecting really any more per patient Mm -hmm. than anybody else. So At that point, I know that you're not profitable. I don't even have to look at your overhead because I know you're not profitable. But mm-hmm. you know, just change that scenario for just a second. Instead of seeing one patient an hour, what if you saw one every 15 minutes? Guess what? Mm-hmm. You just quadrupled four times. You just quadrupled your practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does that do to your bottom line? Well, it quadruples your collections which probably quadruples, going to have to look at your overhead, but that quadruples your profit. See the right. connection? It's really simple. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we've, we've got to make sure that we're looking at those profitability factors and not just, I want to spend a lot of time with my patients to really build strong relationships and make sure they're getting great outcomes. You know, mm-hmm. I can show you doctors who historically have, 
had patients, you know, come in, lay down on a table and, and uh, get adjusted and they leave and they're seeing a patient every two or three minutes. And this, yeah, you and me both have done that. Right. And, 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 and our patients got great outcomes too. So, right. you know, don't get so tied up in some of the new therapies that you can do that again, they're great, but maybe not every single patient needs it. And maybe you could increase your capacity just a little right. bit more so that you can become more profitable. And that's what we care about. We want you yeah. to stay in practice. We don't, it's, I hate it when I hear of a chiropractor going out of business yeah. because it's they just always, couldn't make it. it's always romantic to be a starving artist until you're starving. <laughs> that's a good point. And, and that's a true story. It's really romantic to be the starving artist. So I'm different than everyone else. I do this and that. Oh, there's no way I could quit doing what I'm doing right now. If you're that person and your head's buried in the sand and you don't mm -hmm. understand the finances of what you're doing or the economics of what you're doing, I probably can't help you. You're going to go from, from being a starving artist to starving because you are an artist. I mean, absolutely. What we do is an artistic technique involved with a very philosophical and intellectual pursuit of how the human body works. It's mm -hmm. great. I love it. I can't, I couldn't love it anymore. But the problem absolutely. is, is if you're not doing something to economically benefit yourself, not only are you under this, you know, romantic notion that you're a starving artist, you will, you will start starving. So, if you want to find out how can I do this and maybe not exactly what I'm doing right now, but maybe talk to some people that can get me to a point of where I'm profitable and I still enjoy practice before it becomes so cumbersome that you end up closing your doors or it becomes so cumbersome that you end up as an associate doctor for someone else who says, you got to change your ways because this isn't profitable. So mm -hmm. why don't you do it while you're in charge of your destiny? right now, if you're running your own practice, or if you're thinking about going out on your own and you want to see how this would all work and what do you need to do to be profitable, Dr. Perush, the guy with the scientific uh, or or what, are, what did you call that thing? Calculator? Oh, my financial calculator. Financial calculator. He will get that thing out and whip you about the head with that thing until it hurts <laughs> because he will tell you exactly what needs to be done because it's all very black and white with Dr. Perush when it comes to the numbers. And that's the numbers don't lie. So, so how do these guys get a hold of you? If somebody wants to get a hold of you and they're like, man, I want to talk numbers about this because I'm just not, I'm not making ends meet right now. And it's right. starting to scare me a little bit. Mm -hmm. I love being a starving artist, but now I'm starving. How, how do we get in touch with you to not be starving? Simple. Catsconsultants.com. Cats with a K. Catsconsultants.com. First page of the website, go to the very top right corner, click the button up there that says schedule. You'll go right to my calendar, schedule a free. We do this for free because we want chiropractors to be successful. Mm -hmm. Schedule a free breakthrough call. We'll spend some time talking on the phone. You know, tell me about your practice. I'll crunch a couple of numbers for you. And we'll talk about whether or not you're the kind of doctor that we can and like to help. So mm -hmm. just call. Um, you don't have to call. Just go to the website and schedule. That's easy yeah. enough. So, Fantastic. Yeah. And Troy, they can get a hold of you too to send in any questions or things you want to hear us banter around. Mm -hmm. Troy at Cats Consultants, Cats with a K, Troy at Cats Consultants.com. And 
obviously we're getting a broader and broader range of questions there for a little while. They were really tightly related (laughs) to how do I make my practice increase or what do I do in a report of findings? Now we're starting to get some broader, more what I call intellectual questions, which I think is great. And again, for you folks that listen today, if you listened all the way to the end of what we were talking about, we want you to know that we love you all. That's why we're here talking about this stuff. We are not trying to tell you that you're practicing incorrectly. Nope. We're here to tell you that we may have a way for you to actually do it profitably. And yep. that's a very important thing to do in practice because you should get that doctor level salary, right? Absolutely. And I agree. You deserve it. You, you deserve, deserve it. it. You've done yeah. all this hard work. Why would you just give away all your services? Don't do no. it. No, you don't need to. You don't That's need right. to. All right, everybody. Great question. We appreciate you sending that in. And uh, Troy, I'll see you on the podcast next time. So everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Casey Carol Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time. See you later.